Hey, and welcome to the Brainless Corner. This is going to be episode two, and I'm joined here with my friend Keegan. Hello. That took you a bit to respond there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good, bro. We'll keep going. But um, <laughs> so right now I have him joined on a Google call on Hangouts because fucking we need an on like an external kind of fucking thing to keep him going through because otherwise it's just going to kick him from the fucking thing like it did earlier because for some reason Anchor is being stupid. And I think this is probably not the best time for me to be doing a podcast because I can't fucking word right now. But uh, so how's it been going? <laughs> it's been going good. So it's been going. <laughs> uh, yes, it has been moving. Forward propelling. Okay. Uh, so I actually ended up planning a topic before I came here. And I think that I kind of just want to go over stories or, or more or less laments of the past, I guess. Um, uh, and yes. sort of <laughs> pain, but um, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> and just sort of going the magical over ice caves of memories. <laughs> <laughs> the, the magical ice cave of memories. I, I don't know why, but as soon as you said Christmas special, I immediately thought of Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I... But yeah, fucking, uh, what is probably like some of the, one of the worst relationships you've ever been in? Worst relationship I have ever been in, probably the second one. Uh, which was also the third, not which was also yeah the third and the fourth one, uh, because I redated <laughs> the same person three times. Haven't we all been there? Fucking, I love you. I hate you. I love you. Fuck yourself. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you don't mind uh, me asking, or do you want to tell about it? Like what happened? And like what made it the worst one? Um. Besides the whole. I have to say. Um. It wasn't. The person itself that was what made it worse. It was kind of the like leaving the relationship and then re going into it and then leaving it and then re going in because it basically what happened was it went perfectly fine whenever we started the relationship and then it sort of progressed to where she would never talk to me. Like I'd have to like basically force her to talk to me. And yeah, then it ended, and it did that three times until finally it, yeah, like, it, we just completely stopped it. Yeah, if you if it is who I think it is that you're talking about, then yeah, I remember like you both coming to me about that. Because so, I mean, does their name start with a K? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I remember because uh, you both came to me thinking that something was wrong, because uh, she even came to me was like, "What am I doing wrong here?" And she explained the situation. And I guess it was just sort of mutual between you both. Like, like she thought you weren't texting her or anything or what's going on. Because I find that funny, uh, to be honest. Like, things like that happen. Because, I mean, it's also because a lot, I hear a lot of people say communication is key. And I think she was one of them. And then that kind of shit happens. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, on this topic, I mean, since I, you went ahead and shared yours, I guess I'll go ahead and share mine. Uh, I'm not afraid to say names. Uh, her name was Caitlin Keck, and she was a fucking bitch on top of a uh, cheating motherfucker. Uh, so it, the reason what made that bad is you can already tell uh, she cheated on me. And this is more or less for the audience more than Keegan because I've already done my fair share of ranting and fucking dying next to him. Um, but yeah, her and I had been dating for roughly six years. And emphasis on roughly. Uh, but fucking she treated me like shit for the last three and I had fucking spent, like, almost every single day with her, with almost every single hour being focused on her. 
because I actually loved her while she didn't. And because she didn't, she thought that I wasn't that fun and cheated on me. Or at least that was her excuse for doing such a thing, if there is one. But in the end, I do have to say, I got my fucking karmic retribution because the dude that she had replaced me with had been dating for like a year now. And he fucking cheated on her. I am fucking singing and a dancing. Holy shit, it's finally fucking time. Going on the victory lap? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I was fucking, <clears throat> fucking dancing and shit. But no, fucking, like, uh, I mean, normally, even, for, and I do say nobody deserves it, but she fucking deserved that. She had that coming to her. Yeah. And, uh, you, you want to know how I found out? How? From the damn horse's mouth. She came crawling back and like, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. I know how you feel. She's not Mexican, but I don't know why. It just fits. <laughs> but no, she's like, I know how you feel, bro. I'm so sorry for what I did to you. Would you get back with me? And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Legit, though, uh, for those who don't know, I am in therapy because of her. Um... Because that's a lot of money and time that I never got back, and that just kind of fucking, like, ate me up inside. But I'm doing good now. So, I mean, on the topic of that, too, I mean, do you have anything else interesting to share, really? Eh, not really. Most of my, I've only really been in two relationships. The one with uh, a girl whenever I was younger, and this one that I redid six times. Not six, goodness. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, you sound, you sound like a motherfucker. This motherfucker, this motherfucker. <laughs> but, no, um, so, I mean, do you have any, like, I mean, outside of relationships, do you have, like, interesting stories of stuff you've done or, like, basically, like, shit you shouldn't have done but gotten away with? Things I shouldn't have done but gotten away with. Or haven't? Uh, not really. Most of my the stuff that I've done and gotten away with was kind of sibling stuff with my sister. I haven't gone to any parties or anything? Or what? Have you ever gone to any like parties or anything? Uh, no. I've I've been a very sheltered child. Antisocial boy. Nah. See, whenever I was younger, I was never really antisocial. But the second I got into like, cause I've been homeschooled most of my life, and the second I got into eighth grade, which when I was like, whenever I stopped being homeschooled, that's when I started becoming shy and never really talked to anyone. Yeah, because the legit, and I know this is going to be kind of funny because you were homeschooled, obviously, because everybody in your fucking school, you knew. That and also you could legitimately call your teacher a mom without wanting to kill yourself. <laughs> have you ever, speaking of which, have you ever actually done that before where you just sit there like... What? Like, you called your teacher mom? Yeah, when I was in third grade, I was like really fucking out of it because it's like I hadn't slept. Because it was a train, uh, for those who don't know, my mom and dad, uh, by the time I it was in third grade, because uh, sort of in the middle of it, I, my mom and dad had split custody. And it was a time I was transferring back from my mom to my dad's, and that's a quite a big drive, and I didn't get to sleep. Because I had to help her move stuff, and then eventually I just sort of got fucking, when I started getting tired, she just pumped me full of fucking sugar. So I stayed up all fucking night. And was sitting there in the morning, and then the fucking teacher comes in. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Mom. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I mean, of course, I didn't say fuck because I was like, what, like eight? I don't, I don't know. I don't know about the fucking grades and ages, but uh, like, I'm a year younger than what I'm supposed to be for my grade. But <laughs> imagine if I actually did just say fuck right after, just like immediately after. <laughs> I can only imagine. Hilarious. 
this. The, I can only sit there like what? What did you say? <laughs> but fucking yeah, no, it's uh, I've done so I've done a lot of stupid shit. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I, and I know this, I'm asking the wrong person this, but uh, what do you really have like planned for your future? Is like something that you really want to do, like not career wise, because I already know that. I mean, it's not that interesting. No offense. Bruh. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> He's just gonna be sitting at a desk, my guy. <laughs> I mean, I can't say much either. Being a fucking like going to the army ain't that interesting anymore. Everybody fucking hates us now. But um, and I feel like even though it's not like it's not really a sought after job, it's kind of a thing that people just like go into. Because I've heard stories of different people, like their whole career choice was like go do this, like go through, like, this kind of schooling, but then they managed, they talked to someone and went into the army, and I've even met army recruiters that told me that, like, these kids that they've recruited had these, like, different plans, and they usually just fall into the army because the army could provide the thing they wanted. No, it's not that, more or less, because, once again, you gotta take literally everything a recruiter says with a grain of salt, uh, because fucking, my dad straight up said the reason why he ended up doing that too was because at that point they practically fucking remolded him and uh, what they wanted him to be and, and yeah I guess the benefits are a good part of that too because he said mainly it was just the uh, housing they provided which really kept him in not to mention he actually like grow to love the job I don't exactly remember what my dad said that he wanted to do but it's like uh, something that ended up happening I mean not really by force because obviously he stayed in there by choice yeah, fucker got medically retired. He would have stayed in, if not for that. But, um, yeah, no, it's something that it's, hap like, maybe not that, but my family has been in, like, some form of the military for generations, and I just feel a sense to, you know, keep that going, and it's, you know, something I actually want to do. Yeah. Well, not to mention, yeah, benefits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the benefits. I mean, they they only just get better and better as time went on, in my opinion. But um, so you know what? I guess I will let you go on about this. What do you plan on uh, going in for as your career path? Um. Well, the career path I have for school, because our school is the pathway thing, where we have the select pathways and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, the one that I'm going into is supposed to be uh maintaining industrial equipment and robots so like the things that you'd find at factories like the big robotic arms yeah and stuff like learning how to repair them how to keep them running programming them so that they can do the job they need to do but honestly one of the that one, i've thought about it for a while and i kind of want to make that a side option if plan a doesn't work out and my plan a is i kind of want to try being a firefighter Oh yeah, I remember you talking to me about that. Uh, basically, like where you came on Discord and you're like, "Guys, guys, guys, I have a proposition. <laughs> I have a plan, Arthur. Arthur, <laughs> I just need a fire extinguisher and an ATV suit. Give me a fire extinguisher and axe, Arthur, and I've got you set. <laughs> just, I just need a thousand dollars in taxpayer." <laughs> or taxpayer money fuck I cannot speak <laughs> I need a hundred thousand taxpayers taxpayer, taxpayer do dollars just need a thousand dollars in taxpayer 
I just need a thousand taxpayers. <laughs> I need a sacrifice for the blood god. <laughs> but yeah, no, fucking, um, to be honest, when it comes to uh, back, getting back to this, I know it's sort of just jumping out of nowhere, but uh, back on the topic of relationships, I, I kind of find it funny because the reason a lot of mine have failed is due to one-sidedness, where it's uh, basically where they promise so much but end up like going way fucking below the bar that they have set. Like even to the yeah. point where it's like I don't expect any of them like anything from them, they still manage to disappoint me somehow. <laughs> Not to sound like a fucking like snooty asshole, but like I, I don't expect much but they still manage to fucking make me not want to date anybody for like the next upcoming 18 years probably. Uh, but it's just the thing about it I have found is that a good majority of them just think that they deserve the world where they don't have to do anything. I, I mean, this may be just me, but I mean, do you? What are your thoughts on that? What do you mean? Just sort of like, I mean, do you agree or disagree with that statement? Um, I'm not too sure because there are people that act like that. Yeah. But then you you can I mean it's kind of rare but you do find those some like you do find some people that Well, I guess I'm one lucky fucker then. <laughs> <laughs> I've struck the shit pile 10 times. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's um go go ahead. Um I was going to say cuz with my ex it wasn't like that. Yeah. There was never any entitledness to, like, us dating or anything like that. We kind of... Eh, I don't want to say we knew what we wanted. <laughs> and then again, I don't think that's actually how it worked, what it really went. My mind is telling me no. But my body, my body is telling me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me harder, chicken sandwich. <laughs> I don't know why, that just reminded me of that. <laughs> but no, fucking, to be honest, I actually think that people like her were actually some of the rare ones that you find. Because, especially with the, like, modernistic feminism, it's just basically fucking, women deserve everything, and if you're a man, you can go fuck yourself, you're my slave. Uh, which may not be the case for a lot of people, but surprisingly here in Meade County, it can be. It's... Oh yeah, in Meade County, most of our, like... I'll be sitting there in, like, class or in lunch or something, and I'll look around, and I'll notice that, like, 50% of all the girls there are very pompous, they're very... Yeah, a bunch of assholes. Because they come in, because... White girl. Yeah, for real, though, no, okay, the problem with that is, though, is me County, I've come to notice, is uh, basically what I like to call the retirement county, where basically all the people that have like, finished doing what they wanted, you know, they're retired and all that, they come here. Because you get people that come in straight from the city, you got people that come in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and you got people like me that come in from everywhere. <laughs> but you gotta, like, there's a surprising amount of those, like, city assholes. Yeah. <laughs> assholes, bro, I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like uh, there's a, like a surprising amount of people from the city in what would most people would consider a small town place. Because if the place yeah. was like a little bit bigger, it would actually kind of fit more the like the dichotomy of people how they think. 
Cause and they, honestly, yeah, go ahead. No, honestly, with Nucor coming in, you know the big steel plant. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna get probably Ten. not worse, but it's gonna have a lot more of the kind of like thing we're seeing, but to a little bit of a lessened extent. Yeah. Oh well, no. Okay. Because go ahead. No, you go ahead. So uh, what I actually think is that probably going to bring in a lot more uh, middle class people from places like Indiana and Ohio and like the neighboring states yeah. that are either going to get like a Mr. Cousin fucker from Tennessee. So I mean, uh, it, it's kind of a toss of which one you want to go for. <laughs> you can have the square family tree or you can have the one that's like golden ivory. <laughs> Elegant oak. <laughs> oh yeah, it's rich mahogany. <laughs> Big wish. Bruh, it sounded like you're tricking yourself off like, oh. <laughs> That's confirmed nut sound right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, to be honest, it's just, even people nowadays I've come to notice too that like aren't, like are barely even fives. Well, like fours are like fucking acting as if they're tens. Or like those people you see online, where they're like, "Oh, you wouldn't like." I don't know how to put this. They look like a dumpster truck and act like they're a golden sconce. <laughs> very uh, very very vast comparison there. You compared a garbage truck to gold. Garbage sucks to go. That's quite the jump there. Fucking, if they're that beautiful, they're fucking ugly. I don't want them. Get them out of here. <laughs> I've also kind of noticed, too, like, as the generations have gone on and, like, you know, you proceed from Gen Z to Generation Alpha, which is what, according, is the newer, like, the newer ones. Oh, uh, I think I've heard it's called Generation Alpha, which is probably the worst fucking thing to call these little shits. Let me, let, let me guess. They're Nazis now. <laughs> but no, it's like uh, these like later Gen oh, Zs. Like uh, some of the early and later Gen Zs I've noticed are fucking like those blue-haired assholes or like just, you know, just normal-looking people that are fucking dicks and that are yeah. just so fucking easily offended. And it's not oh, even something yeah. that applies to them, too. Like, one thing that pisses me off... Yeah, the, the thing that really pisses me off about them, and I don't understand as well, is the fact that they get pissed for a group. Like, it doesn't oh, even yeah. tie into them. Like, for instance, the... Like, like the... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, like, the classic, like, joke behind, like, the 14-year-old girls and their petitions. Yeah. They that's, sit there and they act, hey, I want something to have a cause for, so I'm going to decide to go mess with this group that doesn't even have, like, they may have, like, a little bit of an issue, but they're going to take that, blow it out of proportion, and put it into a wider spotlight that really just makes yeah, it Yeah, really, for, for instance, everyone. too, like, fucking with, uh, like, I don't know, like, I'm dipping into controversial shit here, but fucking, just like Black Lives Matter, like, that shit, like, blew way out of fucking proportion. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was even stated that George Floyd was on drugs and died yeah, due to those drugs. 
didn't he steal a person's purse while I while he was at it? Uh, I actually don't know about that one, but I do know that he was on something and died as a result of being on fucking whatever the hell he was. Yeah. But then you it have honestly, it honestly might not be true because I'm fairly certain it was just a. Yeah, I mean, it could have been poor practice. It could have been poor practice on the police's part. But, like, as far as that goes, I mean, that's, like, one person to, like, every five or six, like, ten white dudes that are killed by cops, too, that just fucking are too trigger-happy. And the problem is, like, and I know people are thinking, well, shit, the cops are the problem. No, it's those single ones. And, I mean, as the saying goes, really, I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, continue. Uh, I mean, as the saying goes, it only takes one bad apple to uh, ruin the bunch, as people say all the time. And it's, yes, it is true. But there is a simple solution to all of that, really, and that's the body cams. And if they don't have those on, fire them. Fire them immediately, because you know those are the fuckers that are going to cause the problems that they have now. Because you have people out there that are legitimately, you know, doing their job and trying to protect people. And you got some, like I said earlier, that blue-haired idiot fucking screaming at them, you're a pig, you're a monster, go fuck yourself, I hope you burn in hell. Like, that dude did nothing wrong. He's just because yeah. he's associated via the blue badge. And honestly, that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I don't really like with all these people, like, screaming in BLM about hating the cops and all that. It's just because one cop killed a black man Though it was a very bad thing that they did. They shouldn't have done that. That's yeah, it's illegal. Not all the other cops' faults. Yeah. And then again... Uh, crap, where was it going with that? Brain kind of blanked out. Her? <laughs> uh, it, yeah, pun- it's basically just punishing everyone is not going to help if you... Punish everyone, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> great, great wording there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's something too that they always like bring about. Like, oh, there's so many crooked cops. How you can, how can you support them? You know, they're assholes. They don't defend anything of mine. You know, like what are they youth for? And I find it funny that sentence right there. They don't protect me in any way. Because I've heard people say that. Like they're just fucking so out of it that they don't realize because they have cops is the reason why their fucking neighborhood wasn't burnt down. Why their place is still intact. You know, why they didn't fucking die on top of supporting them, I guess. And it's, it honestly just leaves me flabbergasted. I do not know what to say. Honestly, something I have to, like, kind of note that you generally see a lot of people, like, middle class people that are, like, Really, not, not on a well standpoint, but like higher up there on the tier of like having money and all that. You, you typically see them the ones trying to get involved. Yeah, I, I mean, more or less, like as you said earlier, that's fucking, they're trying to be a part of something. Like, I get midlife crisis is our thing, but like when you're 16 or like you're fucking 14 or 12, this is none of your concern. Because that's the thing, is too, that they're. Like, if they're trying to be taken seriously, that's where they're doing it wrong, is by going for that age group. Yeah. Like, because this is something, like, those kind of fucking politics need to be taken to adults who can handle them, not fucking news outlets that are just a bunch of fucking crying children. And see, sure, like, all these people that are, like, like, the children that are, like,
oh my goodness, we have, we can do this. We can make strong decisions in our lives and affect change. I honestly, I kind of support that. I feel like we should have a voice, but I don't think it should be to the level that they are trying to make it. Yeah. Like, sure, we have ideas and they can, some of them can be helpful, but a lot of them are, like, our viewpoints are kind of spotlight, are spotlighted. Yeah, we're sort of just we like here and now. We have only a narrow, now. like, view of what we're talking about. Is we're well, more here and now than anything, yeah. Yeah, well, like, the adults have, like, no, the bigger picture, and they put that into perspective, some of them. <laughs> I would say most of them, because I, I know yeah. a lot of level-headed adults, but then again, of course, I do run into those fucking belligerent, like, you know, as I say all the time, assholes, because they are just a bunch of those fucking belligerent dickheads that are going around and, like, supporting all of this, too, because uh, another reason why I really don't play politics is because they're all a bunch of fucking lying bastards, because especially uh, Biden himself was, you know, his him and his party were endorsing the violence that had happened uh, through the BLM riots, and then when they had called him out on it recently, he had completely denied everything. Like, he had said, yeah. no, I did not inf- uh, endorse Antifa, I did not endorse fucking, <laughs> like, BLM, and they... I did well, not I mean, have the- financial support with that, that-, <laughs> that group. And, I mean, it's not the... F- I mean, he, he did endorse fucking... I, I didn't mean to say that he didn't endorse fucking BLM. I meant to say the riots, but fucking... Basically, my point that I'm trying to make is, like, literally almost every single fucking politician is a lying shit. And cannot yeah. be trusted. Like, their words have to be taken with a grain of salt. Otherwise, you're just going to be the fool. But you see, politics, over the years, it went from more of leading the country into a power grab. Yeah, that or either a cash grab. Or both. Yeah. Because there was a thing that I was reading a while back, and it was talking about um, politicians nowadays. And it's saying that they make, like, $85 an hour just to kind of sit there and do nothing. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier on the uh, previous podcast, I'm not sure if you've watched that. Uh, I I think personally, when uh, politics have gone down the shitter, is when it could become a full time job. Yeah. Instead of the allotted terms that you were given. Now, okay, I do believe that it is important to have long term positions within certain seats. Like, I just don't think that those places that are higher up, like Speaker of the House or like cabinets in the fucking White House. Or, like, say, for instance, the president, which, thank God, they haven't fucking tried to do that to that yet. Or, like, they're needed to be temporary because then you have people that are in there for too long are being supported by people and they will make decisions based on that and not what's best for this country. Which, in, like, seriously, I'm starting to think, too, like, Americans here are just starting to fucking hate the country they're living in and they're trying to tear it in from the inside out. It's, I feel like it's because we've let... Like, I'm not us specifically, but, like, over time, we've kind of gotten complacent with ourselves, and we've kind of let, not really corruption, but, like, we've let people kind of have their way. That's a poor way to put it. That is a very poor way to put it. Let's fuck the government harder, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, good thing y'all stop. But, like, I 
honestly don't really know how to put it in a way that would really like make it sound like it's worth anything. Because <laughs> I usually don't get into these kind of conversations. Yeah, which is honestly probably why I chose you to be the first one. Yeah. Because it's a fresh perspective from somebody who doesn't really talk about this much. And uh, believe it or not, yeah, you actually were the first person I would want to get on here. Uh, right next to Austin, because... Aw, thank you. Because I tried to get Austin on the first time, and uh, that didn't work out. And you were definitely the, uh, like, the actual, besides, like, getting set up, you were the first guest I wanted on for when we started going on and on about this. Yeah. But, uh, yes, I mean, obviously, with the first one being a prime example, that didn't exactly happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, for, like, for real, though, it's just, like, our worldview as a whole is just utterly fucked. And they're starting to think that everybody's starting to become bitter with everybody because, I mean, as I said earlier, and, you know, calling back to the podcast again, uh, it's, like, we don't have that many actual problems, so we're starting to create our own. But then they don't realize yeah. that these problems that they're creating could possibly be, like, the end of us if we let this fucking continue. As I said earlier, also, like, the fucking nuclear situation, uh, there is people that are supporting keeping that uh, contract with Russia terminated. They believe that it should, uh, like, stay gone. And I think that's fucking retarded. Honestly, I've, I've read into that contract, and it being, like, keeping us from having a full-on nuclear war... And, well, it, w it wasn't really supposed to create a, to stop a full-on nuclear war. It was to limit the amount of arms that each country could make. Yeah. But honestly, I felt like it was a good idea because it brought a sense of security, even though Russia had, like, ten times what we made. Yeah. But it brought, like, a sense of security to everyone that we knew, hey, they're not going to create a catastrophic amount that's going to totally destroy everything because they knew the destructive power after Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Nagasaki all the tests that they done. Yeah, I was going to say, Bikini Island especially was a uh, big one. Huh? Uh, Bikini Island was a big one because yeah. I think that was like one of the first few initial tests that was actually done. Mm -hmm. And but, they, they knew the magnitude of what they created. Yeah. I mean, fucking, you know, as a... Lord Eisenhower said himself. Oh, I'm not about. I'm not about to make that joke. But uh, as uh, Eisenhower said himself, you know, I am become death. You know, ender yeah. of man, because that is a very powerful creation. And I'm not about to just recreate the entire podcast from beforehand. So let's change subjects. But um, and something I've also kind of noticed within like the community, like especially people our age too, is like laziness has taken a hold of a lot of us. To the point where like some of us are like 16 to 18 and don't even have a job at all like i can understand i can understand that maybe not the driver's license because there is certain situations where you can't get that for instance yeah. especially covid nowadays but like even with covid it's so easy to get a job especially because covid it's easy to get a job and uh how so? huh how so because a lot of people are either like either a quitting or getting sick and having to quit or fucking like because they're hiring because of the sudden drop in people. Yeah. Not to mention because the drop in people, the pay is going to be better. 
because they can afford to split it across more people. Because uh, recently, as I had said on the Discord, I'm getting a job at Dairy Queen hopefully soon. So, I mean, that's something I'm actually looking forward to. But it's uh, the I think the main problem with all of this is it's everybody's wanting something, but they're not willing to work for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for instance, too, it's like, uh, as I had said previously, it's I think the reason why candidates in uh, fucking these past two elections have been getting populist is Bernie Sanders. Socialist ideas, I think, are appealing to our generation because it's free shit. And for those yeah. who are stupid enough to do student loans and getting, they just realize that they've been fucked over, they're realizing that, hey, I could completely neutralize with uh, my fucking student loans with this presidency. And I think that's kind of, I mean, I get it's smart on their part, but they weren't smart to begin with. And I feel like they should have to fucking deal with the consequences that they have put themselves in. And I get that's kind of like cruel saying that, especially because it can completely fuck over their life. But if they were dumb enough to do that and they didn't necessarily need it, Something tells me that they weren't going to amount to much to begin with. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, what is your thoughts on uh, all that? I'd have to say you are right. Our generation is, like, a lot lazier. I feel like... Uh, we tend to want more things out of life than what we are deserved. And I feel like that kind of affects... I don't, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am smart, listen. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But, uh, I mean, on the topic of uh, intelligence, too, it's like, uh, I've come to notice that as a generation, once again, you know, Gen Z sucks. I get it. Fucking, um, but we generally hate school more because, again, majority of us are more work than play kind of pe like people. Because I mean, obviously, I'm not one of them. Because especially going into the career path I want to and going into the field I want, it's going to require a lot of that. So it's just sort of instilled in my brain already. But it, people just don't want to fucking do it. I just completely lost my train of thought, so I probably ended that <laughs> off on a wrong fucking sentence. <laughs> I could have been talking about something that didn't even fucking require that. Oh, wait, no, no, okay, I remember now if it, but, um, yeah, like, people are just not wanting to do school as a whole, to be honest, because yeah. they feel like it's pointless, and it's wasting too much of their time, and I don't blame them because it does feel tedious, but the uh, point of that process is mainly to just fucking get them through and get them used to these kind of things, especially nowadays with, uh, like, the career paths and stuff that you're doing, where they make you take career path courses that are oriented towards what you want in life, I think is fucking genius. Because then it makes people more engaged because it's directly, like, interfering with their fucking future. Because they're going to look back if they didn't do all that and say, man, shit, I probably should have taken that step to get me a head up. Yeah. Like... In my class, we're taking our my uh, teacher and my career path is thoughtful enough to help us with jobs during senior year. He's actually gonna like help us 
work on our resumes. Yeah. Uh, he tells us job skills, all these different things to help us get prepared for the workforce. Yeah. Because the, his whole thing, his whole job is to teach us a skill and then give us the Kickstarter, the little spark for our our powder keg of life. <laughs> yeah, that, that is honestly quite the way to put that. Fucking the powder keg of life. Because either you go out with a bang or you're fucking going out with a whimper. But, um, yeah, no, I find that kind of nice that uh, school does that. I mean, to be honest, there is, a, like, like I said earlier, there's a lot of shit that I kind of wish that just didn't fucking exist. Like, for instance, just some of these classes that you have to take or, like, if you... Well, more or less, actually, the the lack of classes that you have to take because uh, going into my senior yeah. year, I've already completed a lot of the classes that I needed to take. So I think I have, like... Oh, let me check my email real quick because, actually, I can give a precise number on this. But, like, I have already completed so many of these classes, so I just have a good fucking number of these sitting here. And it, according to her, I have... Literally, only three classes that I have to take out of the six. I have three empty slots to do whatever the fuck I want. Dang. And I got two right now. I don't know what the fuck to do, so I've just enlisted. Like, <laughs> I have enlisted, but no, fucking, I have. I have basically just put all, like extras on the class that I've done recently. So I mean, I have like fucking, like I have science like integrated science too i'm probably going to change that or it's probably going to get changed i don't know uh because integrated science in my opinion was just easy as fuck but yeah so i had, like integrated science too i think and like fucking english four or something i i don't know i can't remember <laughs> but um yeah no it's just i have done basically everything i need to do it is just sort of me waiting now because especially I have noticed coming into my senior year is just I am in this transitional phase where it's like I've done all the setup that I need to do to get yeah. like kick myself into adulthood, especially now because I'm getting a job. So I mean that was like sort of the final step right next to a driver's license and now I'm just sort of waiting and it's kind of a weird feeling. I mean to be honest, uh, coming so close to senior year, how do you feel about all this? I honestly feel like kind of a muddled feeling about it because I'm I've got I've been getting all the things I need for senior year and I'm coming into senior year with most of my stuff already done like my requirements um and I'll have like two open classes that I filled with like personal finance and random like basically the filler classes that they add yeah basically I feel like half of those are there just like oh you've completed everything already alright here you go I guess but <laughs> so like honestly I'm, I don't have a job yet but I'm planning on trying to get one but I kind of I honestly feel like most of my life right now has been just kind of a I don't know the actual feeling of it but a muddled drunken like walk into it I kind of just became sober right here right now and i'm like oh basically this is, it was all this is like basically it's all been a blur yeah because like you you know what you've done but it's just like you remember yeah. it feeling like it was taking longer yeah 
because I'm right now I'm at the like because to, like next year is senior year for us, so I'm at the threshold to adulthood. Yeah. Per se. Standing at the gates, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Standing at the gates of hell. Strike her down. <laughs> Drink it, bitch. No, but but yeah, I mean it's a strange feeling because uh, I remember. Because I find it funny because, like, I couldn't remember that, but now I'm, like, looking back on his things, like, as far as sixth grade. And I remember, like, constantly telling myself, like, it's not too long. I'll be there soon. You know, I can't wait to be an adult. Man, this is taking forever. What the fuck is taking so long? And then now I'm just sitting here, like, where the fuck did all the years go? Because, yeah. like, then it felt like it was taking forever, and now it felt like it feels like it's gone by, like, way too fast. Yeah. I honestly, I kind of feel like it plays into the fact of these adults that actually tell you this. They say, treasure your childhood years because soon you'll be an adult. And you see that as a kid and you hear that as a kid. And you're sitting there like, nah, this is boring. I want to be an adult. I want to be able to have the freedoms to do the things I want to do, be able to do all these different things that adults can do. And then you get to, like, right here where we're at, you realize the true aspect of what that means of being an adult. And it kind of weighs you down, and you realize that you really should have put more effort into those younger years. Yeah, well, uh, fortunately for me, I have. uh, Because, you know, bouncing back from parent to parent because of the whole, like, custody thing, I actually, believe it or not, had a lot of freedom as a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. As much freedom as you can being bounced around by the court, but um, I've ha- I've had a lot of experiences leading up to now. I just kind of wish that I could have done more, even though I've already done like quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely can say I've lived a lifetime, if not now, which I I know two people that don't really know me. That's gonna sound like extreme, seeing as I'm only sixteen, but <laughs> I have lived a lot for the short amount of time I have lived. Which I kind of find it funny because all through that, that time, I've been like burdened by heavy responsibilities and expectations for my family. As I said, like, you know, I come from a like long line of military men and being what seems to be like my brother doesn't want to do anything physically active. He wants to become a chef. Yeah. So I'm kind of my dad's last glimmer of hope. So I have that kind of pressure on me. But, I mean, I try not to let it bother me too much, but it's like, um, you know, leading into that, I already had that in the back of my head, so I just try to live life to the fullest as I can. And just sort of now I'm just like, as I'm here, I'm trying to get my last hurrahs in before, like, I get in. Because I know if I do, like, you know, come back and all, if there is, like, another major war or something, I will definitely have a lot of stuff to look forward to in retirement if everything goes to plan because military has great you know, retirement benefits if you don't fuck up. Because yeah. I, I know there's a lot of stories proving otherwise, but I know too many people that have, like, have been living nice when they retire as, like, a fucking E4. What's but, that? Uh, basically just a specialist. It's, like, because you got private, uh, fucking private first... I know, you got private, private first class, and then corporal, and then fucking specialist. So, I mean, it, it's, and that's, like, right below sergeant. So, like, they're not even an NCO at that point, and they're still doing great because they put their time in in the military. So, you got the people that are complaining that we're only in there for, like, maybe 10 years. Yeah. 
Because what they don't realize, yeah, sure, if you're going to be in there short, you got to be only in there for the four-year contract for college because otherwise it's going to fuck you over. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just coming into that with that kind of knowledge, I guess, and sort of being grounded at a very young age because, uh, like, and becoming level-headed at a young age. Yeah, it's just sort of, it's kind of nice because being, you know, forced to be adaptive and think on your feet and fucking come to terms with reality at, like I say, the age of seven, I think is when that happened to me. Uh, I've had a lot of time to, you know, grief my losses and, you know, come to terms with everything and just sort of go about life the way I know I need to. So while I did have a very shitty upbringing, just saying, you know, for the fucking viewer's sake, I'm not trying to go into a rant, but, um... It, it's safe to say that it definitely has put me at a great advantage. Even though I am younger than most, I am further ahead mentally than most of them. Yeah. You're, well, you're more mature, like, well-rounded. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, also, I, I mean, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've been told that I'm sort of the de facto leader of our friend group. And oh, I yeah. Like, I, 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 after that, I kind of want to hear about that conversation, but um, I think mainly <laughs> that's because I've where I'm at mentally and I mean yeah. I guess the uh, militaristic experience with you know leading people but um, I think that's the end of that I want to I want to hear what that was that conversation that conversation honestly in my thoughts about you being the lead the de facto leader of our friend group I feel like it's more into your charisma and like the way you put yourself to us I don't know if that's like I mean, I get it, but at the same time, yeah. I don't because it's like I'm barely there. Yeah, like I, I, I honestly don't really understand how I see it in that way. I don't see how the others see it in that way, but I honestly believe that you are the kind of person that would basically lead us. <laughs> he shall guide us to the light. <laughs> <laughs> he taught the process. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean personally i just kind of don't see it because as i said earlier i just sort of like fucking fade out of existence every now and then because i mean uh for viewers that don't really know i have a tendency because i'm not very social internet wise i don't really like using my phone um yeah i i kind of tend to fade in and out of existence every now and then where it's like i'll be on for maybe like a span of a month and then be gone for like six and, uh, I mean, not to bring up this, I legitimately, like, uh, it's become a common practice that people think I die. Oh, yeah. Or, like, am in serious trouble. Fun. Yeah, it even affected that, Keegan. That time that you posted a picture on Discord of a noose and then proceeded to not talk to me for, like, I didn't talk to anybody for, like, a fucking week, and they all fucking panicked. <laughs> like, literally, because I find it funny, because I, I got my friend Anthony in on this. I, I wanted to legitimately fake my death to see if I could pull it off, and I think mainly that state of disappearance definitely helped, sell, like, sell it, because I, I genuinely faked my fucking death to seven people, Keegan being one of them, it's, wow. while, all the while still attending school. Seeing well, about like it five of those fact. people. I, can't, I feel like it kind of helped your case, the fact that you weren't in any of my classes, oh, yeah. and I never really saw you. Like, yeah. if we didn't have that one transition day where I saw you at lunch, I feel like I wouldn't have learned the fact sooner. 
Yeah, apparently, uh, motherfucker almost cried. I am touched. Yeah. I am touched. I, I also feel like a dick for saying that. <laughs> you know that I'm to put it this in some like if I really wanted to, I could just drop off the face of the fucking earth and nobody would be able to find me because I'm just that oh. good at staying disconnected. See, you say that that you're good at staying disconnected and you'd be able to just kind of lay low and disappear, but uh, in all honesty. It would take me time, but I would find you. Uh, if I went full off the grid and I, like, left the fucking, like, state, no, you would not. Try me. I did, yeah, bitch, I will. <laughs> I, I will do, as soon as fucking, fr like, seeing you, your ends, I'll be like, bye, bitch, and then fucking leave. <laughs> and let's see how long it takes you to pin me down. I'm gonna knock you out with a tr <laughs> horse trank. And then a plant a tracker. <laughs> you ain't getting away from me. God, you can't put a tracker in my neck if there is no neck. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> alright, alright, Dad, I need you to cut my head off. <laughs> but no, I'm just, uh, like, I, even if it is just for short intervals, I can be very disconnected with people, which I find it funny, too, because, like, uh, you guys are not the first people to say this kind of thing. What, the whole leader thing, or the disconnected? I'm both. Uh, but, like, it has come commonplace. I've noticed within all of my friend circles that people think I periodically have committed suicide. Or, like, am just oh, yeah. fucking... Seeing as I have a bunch of friends that have that kind of... I don't want to say... Well, yeah, it's more of an issue. But it, uh... I don't... I guess I'm very... I don't very, necessarily yeah. how to put it. I guess I'm just convincing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> learn about little old me. You know, fucking my. You will not screw me out of this bad family. That was like <laughs> such a bad impression. <laughs> I don't know why I almost almost passed. A few packs. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that just being an episode. He was fucking crawling up the door. <laughs> I remember the day you gave me a book, Mr. Stan, and I remember there was a spell that made you give me the deed. So give me the deed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but a fucking, uh, I don't know why, but I was like kind of half tempted to go Kermit there for a second. Just fucking, uh, I, I think you are, you want to give me that, uh, Mr. Shack there, buddy. This, this is the point where you give me the deed, Mr. Pines, or I'm going to use I'm going to deal power. with, uh, Mr. Triangle Man. <laughs> Start speaking backwards like, how are you really going to do? I'm going to Or fucking, you have hell it? <laughs> that genuinely sounded like you just fucking spoke in reverse. Dude, I remember too, like, uh, there was an app I found in, like, seventh grade where it was, like, fucking, you could speak something and put it in reverse. And I said, fuck, yeah. and, like, fucking, and put it in reverse. And basically, I said, fuck, in reverse to a bunch of people to see if they would understand, and only, like, six people did. And one of them was a teacher. Bruh. It was a rock. Uh, that's basically I, I think that's what it was but um yeah no and like on top of that too it's like uh I actually kind of have a, another topic for another day uh, another like day and a guest but I actually have found my old journal from back in like second and third and fourth grade where I sort of had like established a mini empire before I fucking left 
And um, so the story, uh, and basically I had found those notebooks and it contained like the alphabet of the old language I had created for the group that I had met, like that I had, you know, founded and fucking led. So I actually have the alphabet. I can't remember what the fuck I called the language, but I actually still have contact with friends that still speak it. <laughs> so I'm having them like, cause I lost the notebook for the English to said language translation. So I'm having them help me out with that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that is a whole story for later. And if you tune in, you actually could hear about that because I'm probably uh, gonna be joined by my friend Elias Tysay, which is one of my fucking like my PS friends. And uh, yeah. I, I have her on Discord as well. But like I had told the story before, I think, or I might just uh, do it with Austin Devore. But fucking yeah, I had basically established somewhat of a mini empire, and it started because teachers got pissed at me for cussing. So it started with basically me making my own language to get around said barrier with another barrier. <laughs> and uh, right. basically other people wanted in on it too. And it just sort of led to this thing. Like it even got so far to the point where we had a council of about 50 people. Start your own country over there. <laughs> it was a big ass school too. There was like a couple thousand. My goodness, you could legitimately start your own country. <laughs> it was a K through twelve. That was why it was so fucking massive. You could start your own actual empire from that. Like goodness, <laughs> a thousand, like a couple thousand people, a K through twelve. You got all the generations right there. Yeah, but no fucking like. I even had a couple seniors in on it. So there's a few adults that know that language by heart, oh my. and they followed a fucking fourth grader. So you're just sitting there as a fourth grader on the side to change an entire, create an entire language just to cuss off teachers. Yes, and people followed it. <laughs> it was a masterful plan. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was fucking, it was great, man. There was like a whole fucking thing about that. Like we, it, it was, oh my God, dude. Like we had almost half of that school recruited. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking glorious because half of the teachers, it actually got to a point where the uh, principal and the teacher started taking this as a legit threat, even though we weren't doing anything. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, they, they legit like banned us from speaking in that language, and I still have the book for it, and I know how to, so I created a fucking sign language for it. Oh my... Keep in mind, this was when the <laughs> yeah they eventually stopped that too because of like initially they thought it was like we were throwing gang signs up, uh, especially like the seniors like they got fucking concerned, but so eventually we just started passing notes in the written language and they didn't really understand it and they couldn't fuck it they realized that they couldn't stop us so they just eventually quit. Charlie goes gang. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we weren't really doing anything wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm gonna have to go in depth on it, but this was, like, a span of six years. So basically, that thing had, like, by the time I was gone, that thing had already been established for about five. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, apparently, according to some of the newer members that have taken council seats, the shit is still going. Oh my goodness, you actually, like, got it to, like, stay? Yeah. I'm not fucking so now kidding. The entire school just starts doing that. <laughs> it is that like should be in a paper. 
Yeah, I fucking wish it was, dude. But uh, it's. I guess we've managed to keep it subtle enough. Which, to be honest, I'm also kind of glad that we did because I'm not trying to fucking have any problems because of that. You're starting gangs or something? <laughs> well, fucking, it's glorious, dude. I, I kind of wish I could go back just to see like how it is now. But according to as I said like earlier, because uh, I've come in contact with some of the newer accounts at Mumbles, at Mumbles, okay, uh, newer yes. members, and it's still going strong to this day. And like I had started another branch of it in uh, fucking Owensboro, but unfortunately that one didn't stick because it was kind of like two little people to keep on going without me there. Kind of sounds like a gang now. I kind of, I kind of want to start a branch here, to be honest. Honestly. I feel like you might be able to actually get it to work, but then again, you might not, just because people in Mead County are kind of... Man, I fucking... It, it was glorious, dude. I actually just might... Like, I, I genuinely might, once I finish the English to, uh, said language fucking translation. And, uh, I'll, I'll start kicking that up and assigning council positions for, uh, this unit. Yeah. Oh, that. Yes, this unit. We are now a tactical squad. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, no, fuck it. I even ran this by said council, too, and they were like, yeah, we would definitely like to have, like, uh, and the way they fucking said it, they said they wanted a franchise. Oh, my. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'll hear, like, a do 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 Oh, my goodness, becomes the McDonald's of language. I do the fucking Old Spice thing, what you talking about? Oh. <laughs> the fucking McDonald's is selling deodorant now. <laughs> it smells like grease and depression. <laughs> Fuck and it, college um. tuition. <laughs> college debt. <laughs> uh, it smells like the sweat and tears of Asians. Not as <laughs> the phone company. <laughs> Our new phone type, Apple Asian. <laughs> Shit cries when you yell at it. Uh, but yeah, I. Apple. <laughs> here with that bullshit. But all right, I am gonna have to. Th I'm gonna have to close this up. All right. All right. See ya. I have to say it was fun. Yep, this is episode two, folks. We've actually managed to hit 58 minutes. Uh, it's been fun, Keegan. I'll see you later. And thank you all for listening. And if you made it all the way this far, I love you to bits. See ya and goodbye.